Joyeux Noël à tous les auditeurs et toutes les auditrices du Shy Life Podcast. How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shy DT Show. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Shy Life podcast with with me, Gravity, the... Oh dear, it doesn't sound as good as Paul the Shy Yeti. It kind of flows better. Gravity the Gravity Gravity. No. With Gravity the Eccentric Scientist. No. I don't know. I don't even think I am eccentric. I'm, I'm unique. Oh, anyway. I don't have a very good nickname. But anyway, where was I? Yes. So, hello and welcome. Yes, this is me, uh, the Gravity. And, um, yeah, what we... Oh, oh dear. I really messed this up now. Oh, dear, you really have property. Thank you, Yeti Uncle John. Maybe you could do better. No, no, just keep on going. Keep on going, Cromarty. All right, all right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shadow Podcast with me, Cromarty. And, uh, well, what is this episode going to be about? Well, um, it's kind of a, uh, well, I guess you could call it a sort of Christmas episode. But um, I'm not sure that Paul is fully ready to uh, embrace the idea. No, he's not. He's not. Not a fan of the old Christmas, is he? No, no. I mean, obviously, we're only just back from Vegas, and he was saying that that was going to be the Christmas episode. But uh, well, we have a little. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's a little story that just happens to be about Christmas. Yes, yes, I know. Well, let's run the theme music. When we come back, we can tell the story if nobody else will. Yes, yes, of course. But I'm determined to get Paul involved. Oh, good luck, Cromarty. Oh, run that theme music. I was supposed to say that. <laughs> Too late. Darling, it's the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. I mean, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Good gracious. Well, that's a whopper. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I have you ever found out my secret? Yes. I love the Yeti test. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat my body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all green. Here comes the grizzly. 
is the Shy Life Podcast. I can't wait for it to begin. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous. <laughs> marvelous. Marvelous, Paul. Hi there. Oh, Cromarty. I really don't want to do anything Christmassy. No, but Paul is not. It's not Christmassy in in like a Christmas special sort of way. Think of it more as, um, well, all about friendship. It just happens to have happened at Christmas, like now. I know, Cromarty, I know. But, you know, we've only just come back from Vegas and and, and uh, I'm still getting over the, the excitement and that was very Christmassy. Well, yes, Paul, it was. I mean, I'm not sure how much that uh, sort of translated to the listeners, but yes, I, I can confirm that Vegas was full of Christmas decorations. Um, but, uh, oh, come on. Uh, uh, tell them, tell them what's happened. <sighs> Must I? Yes, Paul, please. He's your friend. He's not just my friend, he's everyone's friend. No, no, that's not true. You're the one who met him. The listeners know who we're talking about. Well, they know the person if we tell them. Yeah, uh, all right. So, listeners, uh, I guess Cromarty's right. This is it's more about Christmas presents than Christmas. Um, so, you all know that we have a friend from Italy called Gianluca. Yeah, uh, we first met him because it was suspected that he'd listened to too many episodes of the Charlotte podcast and it had made him go do lally. Turns out, Turns out it was quite the opposite. Uh, he was Dulali, and listening to the Charlotte podcast made him extremely intelligent. Yes, Paul, of course. I still don't know how that happened. Thank you, Yeti Uncle John. Yes, yes, well, uh, go on, Paul. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jan Lucas, he's a very generous guy. Um, we've had him on the show a, a number of times quite recently. You'll remember we did a little interview with him. Uh, like a um, a voice memo type of interview. Um, and that that was nice. And it was nice to hear a bit more from him. Um, but, you know, he's always been very supportive in, in the past. Uh, he, he'd even, uh, you know, he sent like little uh, messages of support, um, little, little gifts. Uh, he, for instance, uh, this is a message he sent me about a month or two ago. Hello listeners, it's me, Jaluk again. Do you remember me from the episode that I was in recently? I'm just back to say hi and to bring you lots of yummy food goodies from Italy. Pizza, lasagna, a lot of pasta. Pasta al carbonara, pasta al sugo, pasta al pesto, pasta alla matriciana and a lot of good stuff. Okay. I've left the goodies on the table at Mr. Yeti's houses for everyone to share, but be quick as Yeti Uncle John might see them and eat them all. You know what it's like, you know better than me. I hope you enjoy them and I promise I'll be back again very soon to speak to you some more. Enjoy the treats and I send you lots of love and kisses. Your friend Gianluca. Lots of love to you too, Yeti. So yeah, um, he knows I'm a big fan of Italy. He knows I've traveled quite a lot in Italy. Um, now let me think. In all the years I've done the podcast, um, we've been to we've been to Italy at least three times during the time of the show. I've been a lot more. I've been to Venice twice. 
and to Verona in the time of the show um, and to many other places. Venice many more times, um, Milan, Rome, uh, Florence. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've seen some of Italy, but never enough. Um, so he knows I'm a fan. So he, he likes to, to send me things. You know, I I recently discovered that um, the town of Barry, or the city of Barry, which he lives near, is home to a set of caves um, that feature in one of my favourite, um, slightly bad Italian horror films, uh, Alien Two, which is an Italian ripoff of of Alien. Um, well, it attempts to. Uh, uh, claimed to be the sequel to Alien. Uh, of course, eventually there was the film Aliens. Alien 2 is like a slightly more gory episode of Space 1999. But a lot of it is set in a big cave system. And recently, I, I've been talking to Gianluca, and, and I thought, I wonder if, you know, considering that a lot of films uh, were made in Italy, um, and, you know, all the Jallo films I like, I wondered if any had been uh, filmed in or near Barry. What I didn't expect was to find that Alien 2, uh, that the caves from Alien 2 um, were very close to that um, town, Stroke City. Whichever it is, I should have checked. Maybe I'll even go there one day, who knows. Oh yeah, you're going off the point, Paul. I'm going off the point, yes. I'm sorry. Um, So, the other day, uh, I had a message from Gianluca... And he wanted, well, he he very kindly wanted to send us a Christmas present. Um, well, why don't you play the message, Paul? Yes, I really should play the message. Um, have a listen. Hello, Yedi. It's your friend Gianluca here. I just wanted to say hi and to say that I really appreciate how appearing on your show in 2023 has been such, you know, fun and led me on my way to international stardom. <laughs> I wanted to show my appreciation by sending you and your colleagues, of course, a gift at this holiday time. Would that be okay? Let me know and send me your address if you're cool with the idea. Okay, Yedi, goodbye for now. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, that's very nice of him, Paul. It is very nice of him, yes. He is. He's a darling. He is a darling. Absolutely. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, doesn't have to send presents. He's just that generous sort of guy. And uh, he wanted to share the love. And uh, he wanted to uh, wish us a happy Christmas or whatever. Um, I guess it's it's that sort of time of year. And, you know, uh, the good thing about 2023, I have to say, is that I've met a lot of new voices over the year. Um, some of them from chatting with people on the internet, some of them people I already knew who finally gave in and agreed to be on the show. Well, uh, one of the nicest things is that I've met people who don't live in the UK. Because, to be fair, I know I speak to a lot of people who live in the UK. I, I speak to quite a few people who live in America too. Um, I mean, it's a big country, so, you know, statistically, it's still quite a small percentage of the population of both America or the UK, but anyway, it, it's been nice to have voices from Germany and 
Poland and uh, Italy. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been fun. And so, of course, I sent Gianluca back a message and, you know, uh, I, I did sort of say, uh, you really don't have to send a present, but uh, uh, I, I gave in quite easily. Thank goodness for that. Yes. Um, and I gave him my address. And uh, then it was only a day or so later that I received another message from him. Hey, Eddie. So the presents are in the post. I've sent a few, some for you and some for your podcasting colleagues. I've labeled each parcel, but I'll just talk you through it, if that's okay. You think Uncle John have bought a suit made of feathers, so he can hang around with his magpies and they will think he's one of them. <laughs> Crewmitty, I've bought a new white coat for when he's working in his lab, you know. The material is splatterproof, so it will always remain clean. <laughs> Next, I've bought a box of chocolates for the team from the music school. Each chocolate is shaped like a piano key in either white or dark chocolate. For Bettina, I've bought a music box, which I found in an Italian antique market here in Bari. I hope she likes that, I, I guess. It has a certain style that seems very much to match her own. Uh, there is also a set of paints and brushes for her husband, so he can work on his watercolors. For your dear friend, Ozzy, I've bought a new pair of trainers, especially for gentlemen with duck feet. <laughs> I think they match the color of his beak. Last of all, well, your gift I'll save as a surprise. <laughs> I hope you love the gift, sir. Goodbye for now. I mean, Paul, that sounded great. I mean, we all got some presents. Nobody has been forgotten. Well, maybe one or two people. I mean, but he can't be expected to be sending uh, presents to every last member of the team. Albert and Charlie Gurr wouldn't expect a present. Well, Charlie Gurr might do, but uh, I don't know if there are any good pies that they make in... Uh, in Barry, but uh, anyway. Um, oh, and apologies to Gianluca if I've pronounced Barry wrong. Is it Barry or Barry? Oh, but, dear. Um, it's, it's, it's confusing because we've got a, a Barry in Wales in the UK. But uh, um, anyway. Yes, well, well the, the presents sounded very good. They did, didn't they? Yeah, very promising. Yes, but uh, unfortunately, the days ticked on and... Uh, well, you didn't receive anything. No, I'd not received anything. Um, I didn't know what to say. I mean, I just presumed it was slow post because it was coming up to Christmas. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be surprising. No, no. For instance, uh, Matthias sent uh, a parcel uh, around the time of my birthday, which uh, seemed to travel halfway around the world. He was most bamboozled by uh, the way that the, the post uh, seemed to uh, take the longest route possible. But... Uh, but I'm a patient Yeti, both with that parcel. And, and and so, you know, I was also able to be patient for the arrival of the parcels from Gianluca. Only they still didn't turn up. Only they still didn't turn up, you're right. And then I got a message from uh, Gianluca, um, well, saying this. Hello Yeti, Gianluca here. I just wondered if you received the gifts. I received an email saying that they would have been delivered, but they just wanted to be sure. Send me a message to let me know, please. Goodbye. Kiss. That was a bit awkward. Well, it was. I didn't want him to think that I hadn't bothered to say thank you. Um, but we hadn't got the, um, the, the presents. No, we'd not seen them. I even had a phone call from uh, um, Bettina uh, and, and Tallulah. Uh, which went, well, a bit like this.
darling. Hi, Bettina. How are you? Where are my presents? Oh, uh, gosh, you're, you're, you're cutting to the chase today. I am, darling. I thought we were getting presents from Italy. Hmm? What, what happened to them? I, I want to see this music box. Well, I know. I'm sure it's very exciting. Well, it jolly well is. Yes, but where's it got to? Uh, well, we're, we're looking into it. We're looking into it because um, I had a message from Gianluca today and he said that he'd received a message that said that um, the package had been delivered, but not to us. Oh, well, that shouldn't be allowed. Well, I know it shouldn't be allowed, um, but uh, there's not much I can do um, other than ask around, I suppose. Maybe a neighbour took it in for you, darling. Maybe. Or maybe there's been a mistake and it hasn't been delivered yet. And it's sitting at the warehouse or something. Or or the um, sorting office. Uh, I don't know. I'll look into it. Oh, please do. Hurry up. All right, then. <laughs> OK. Hello, my darling. How are you? I'm all right, Tallulah. How are you? Oh, I'm all right, but... I'm, I'm wondering where my present is. From Italy. From that nice man. Uh, from Gianluca? Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, we're not sure. Um, apparently it's supposed to arrive, and yet we, we've not seen it. Oh, dear. I hope your Uncle John hasn't stolen it. You know, he might have them... He, he might have them all in his little magpie hut. He might be sitting there eating all my chocolates. Oh, 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 Tallulah. I, I'm sure, I'm sure that's not the case. Oh, I don't know, though. I mean, as lovely as he is, he's also very greedy. Ooh, yes. But I promise it's not him. Let me look into it. I'll get back to you. Oh, please do, Paul. Please do. Both Martin and Reginald are, are pining for their chocolates. Yes, yes, all right, OK. I'll be in touch. All right, then, don't be long. I won't, I won't be... I won't be. Oh. Well, thank you for sticking up for me, Paul. That's a rare occasion. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, and not, not, I don't mean it's a rare occasion that, uh, well, no, but I had to stand up for you. Um, I knew that you were not d- directly involved. Yes, well, I wasn't. Not at all. No, not, not at all. So what did you do next, Paul? Oh, there was nothing much for it but to uh, to try and get in contact with Gianluca. As usual, you know, he's working. I'm I'm not always by the phone. Um, we leave messages for one another. We don't always catch each other to talk. So I left this message. Hi, Gianluca, it's me, Yeti. Show Yeti from London. Yeah, I got your message. Uh, I'm sorry I hadn't called to... Well, <laughs> to say that the parcels had arrived, because the, the trouble is, uh, the parcels haven't arrived. Um, I'm, I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit concerned uh, if, if you're being told that it's been delivered, because it's not being delivered to me. It could have been delivered to a neighbour. I'll, I'll try to find out. Maybe there's some mistake. Maybe it means that it's been delivered to the post office. Um, look, let me look into it and... Maybe you can just check your end and, um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, sorry about this. The, the Christmas time of year is, um, uh, you know, baffling at the best of times. All right, hope you're well. 
<laughs> oh, hey, bye for now. Oh, dear, that must have made him confused. It's so annoying, isn't it, when you send somebody a present and uh, uh, they they don't get it, or, or for some reason things get more confusing. Back when I was dating Milo, I was always sending him little gifts to cheer him up. You know, a bottle of wine here, uh, some chocolates there. Uh, I, I, I was always, you know, wanting to... Uh, to please him. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, but, uh, well, it didn't always work out. Sometimes, you know, he wouldn't be there and they'd need a signature, or he was there, but he didn't hear the door knock, or he was having a nap. Oh, it always seemed to be more trouble than it was worth. Yes, yes, I I know that feeling. You're trying to do something nice for somebody, but then for whatever reason, um, it... You feel like you're making matters worse, or you know you're you're making what should be a simple thing. Um, it becomes a massive, big deal. Uh, but uh, anyway, Jan Luke got my message, and then he called me back. Hello, Yeti. That's really worrying, honestly. I wonder where the gifts have gone into. I'll try and investigate from my end. If you can do the same and ask around your neighbors. If only your friend Odzi had been free. I hear that he's a very efficient courier. Wow, speak soon. From Round the Archives, wishing everyone at the Shy Life Podcast a very messy Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a very messy Christmas. It's important that it be messy. Okay. Messy cake, lots of messy kisses, ooh, under <laughs> your mistletoe. Yes. And lo- lots of lots of lots of messy mince mince peas. But pies. <laughs> well you could have mince peas if you want. Yes. Well, just just make sure it goes everywhere. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Merry Christmas to all of you at home. Is, is it, are we stopping at that? I was going to no? make it longer than that. Are you going to make it longer than that? Go on then. Yeah, I was just going to sing a little song. Oh, God, I got I, I was going to sing the Hark the Herald 
Oh, Rose has come. <laughs> Rose has landed on my computer box and made a noise. Rose is now going off to look at the Christmas tree, isn't yes. she? For today, we have put up the tree, haven't yes, we? Yes, we have, yes. And we have dedicated it, dedicated it, we have decorated it and dedicated it with <laughs> yes. many, with many what? Balls. Many balls. Yes. And what did Rose do? She knocked up balls off the Christmas tree. <laughs> she, she played with and the balls. And played ball. with balls, yes. Yeah, so... It's important to have Christmas balls, isn't it, Lisa? Yes, cats like balls. <laughs> well, I, I, I quite like them. I enjoyed putting them up okay. and handling them. Did yes. you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. It, you had to go upstairs to get the tree, didn't you? Well, I wouldn't get the balls. You got the tree. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good. Now it, now it is up. Yeah. And and the the star is You're a bit wonky. This is better than it was because yeah. the, the the top of it is a bit yeah. wavy, isn't it? It is. Yes. Yeah. But, yes. But yeah, so Rose has now gone on for in the kitchen for a crunch. Yes. But yeah. So, so yeah. Um, have 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 Anne happy Noel. Anne happy or a happy. Uh, Anne happy because it starts with an H. So okay. Te- like you should say, I've gone in an hotel. Okay. You should technically say that. Really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and like, 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 yeah. But yeah, have a good one. <laughs> yes. And and give yourself what you deserve. Okay. That's what I. That's what I do. Right. So I'm going to go off now and give okay. myself what I deserve. Really. <laughs> Which is why it's going to be messy. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Dear diary, I forget that time is passing by differently on Earth than in my magical school, and it's already December. I was so occupied with preparation to the magical tournament that I had no time to buy presents. But I want to wish everyone magical holidays. I hope you spend this time in your own style, with family or without, or with chosen family, depending on your preferences. Oh, I think I should also add a Polish uh, wishes. So, I wish you Wesoły Świąt. Hello, Mr. Shy Yeti and everybody on the Shy Yeti podcast. This is Warren here, Uncle Warren, from the Cinematic Sausage podcast and occasional guest. I'm just really calling in to wish you, the listener, Paul and all the characters in the Shy Life world... Which one of you is looking for Big Dick? I'm really sorry about that. Um, I was watching a uh, collection of carry-on films and um, I sat on the remote control there a moment. Sorry about that. So, from myself to everybody, a very, very Merry Christmas and hopefully an exciting new year for you all. Bye-bye now. Stuart Barker. Stupid what? I think it was right the first time. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for the Yeti and the Shire Life podcast listeners. Matt here from Germany, wishing you all a Merry Christmas. So what happened next, Paul? Um, What, after Gianluca uh, called me back? Well, we we looked, didn't we? We knocked on the neighbours, but nobody had seen our parcel. Uh, with all the gifts in. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, it, it was uh, annoying, wasn't it? It was annoying. Although, 
the resolution uh, was just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. <laughs> yes, quite literally. Um, listeners, before we tell you what the resolution was, um, we're, we shall share with you something else. Maybe something nice and Christmassy. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe some grumbling from Martin and I. I'm not sure. That's kind of Christmassy. Oh, Paul. Oh, grumbling is, is exactly what people do at Christmas. They, they grumble to their relatives, about their relatives. Yeah, yeah. I think grumbling would be the order of the day. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Paul. Oh, I remember last year we had yudgeness. Why didn't we have yudgeness this year? Well, because you've already had your turn. Yeah, well, well what about cromatiness? We did not need cromatiness. It was a one-off thing, wasn't it, Paul? It it was. As nice as it was to be waited on hand and foot by Yeti Uncle John. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, all right, then. Uh, you put your grumbling on. Yeah, yes, all right, listeners. Have a listen to us grumbling. Oh, dear, Paul. So Christmassy. <laughs> I'd be very judgmental on the list of... There's loads of words here, and I'm like, no, no, that's not good enough. No, the randomizer, no, the no. randomizer um, of, of grump. <coughs> I see, so I'm not getting the full oh, grump experience. I should get quite well, grumpy about that, Paul. We should just take them, them as we find I wouldn't, them. I, I wouldn't want, want us to discuss with the listeners. It's, they're just, it's just not the sort of... <laughs> we're not that sort of... We might traumatise sort of them. But... Um, <laughs> Ah, oh, right. Oh dear, it's, it's a lot. Do people get grumpy about things that really no, shouldn't be no, talked about? No, it's, I, I don't want to put you through the trauma of discussing some of the things in this book. Oh, um, quite right too. Quite but, right. Um, I'm very caring. Person. We've got, I probably won't remember most of them. I hope you're ticking off the ones these, we have. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking a, a, a train ticket in this book every at each point where we've got to. So, ah. um I do know where we've got to, but I'll tell you some of the ones I'm going to reject because they're just not good enough. We've got um, cleaning the bathroom. We don't want to talk about that. That's just boring. God, no. Mouldy well, sponges. Don't to... We don't want to talk about mouldy sponges or lack of closet space. Mm. We don't call them closets either. So, um, oh, it is the, it's an American book, is it? Oh, dear me. <laughs> um, well, rotten, we couldn't get grumpy about American books. if you like. <laughs> Rotten vegetables, peeling paint. Um, none of those are very interesting. Um, uh, Christmas sweaters. Christmas sweaters. What do you think oh. about Christmas sweaters? Oh. I can't imagine that... Well, you, my, you don't, you don't wear them, do you? Or, 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 no, or, or. I don't. No, my, I, I, I will, I will refuse even to put the paper hat on out of the cracker. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very dull. Um, my partner has a selection, actually. Um, she, she does have a selection of Christmas sweaters, and every year, uh, seems to acquire more. But, but weirdly, I always say, well, you can only really wear them for a day a year because you don't want to wear the same one two days on the run so you wear one and then you put that in the wash and you wear a different one the next day and over the course of you know the last few days at work and of course it's uh, reduced days anyway these days so it's kind of you know you you've you've got 10 you're probably going to wear them one day you know and in the middle of sort of march when it gets chilly the the rudolph jumper really ain't the thing is it you know yeah oh, well i mean that's a grumble like a uh, connected to that, mm. you mentioned party Christmas hats. Mm. Um, look, the, the the state of those things these days. Oh, the last wow. Christmas, the last Christmas party I went to, um, 
they're not hats they're more like ribbons yes. they're about half the size that they used to be and um, indeed if you're prone to sweating as gentlemen of a certain age <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. they turn to mush very quickly that's another reason yeah. why I stop wearing them you, you end up walking around with a sort of pink ridge mark on your forehead and it's just... yeah, they're more like tiaras these days they're not crowns mm. they're not no. um, I mean obviously if you buy expensive crackers you still get all those jiggery pokery and everything like that but I obviously don't go to the right parties I've not seen a decent no, um, no. paper hat in, in, in decades I am, I'm, again I mean I've, I've told you before I'm, I have social anxiety but I, I'm, I, 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 I suppose I just get very self-conscious and I'm not a big fan of things that draw attention to you. it's weird I, recently I because I, I'm, I'm not one for t-shirts either you know even though I sometimes design t-shirts mm. I'm not much of a one for wearing a t-shirt that tells the world that I'm interested in this or that or whatever mm. I feel that somehow that idea that somebody can make a snap judgment on you purely on what you've got written on your you know what band you've got on your t-shirt or what television program or what image you've got on your t-shirt somehow that makes me feel uncomfortable and yet recently i've started putting lapel badges on my jacket mm. which does exactly the same thing really and, and I, I i find that it I, I i sort of became very conscious of the fact that suddenly i'm thinking well i you know i've got I've got a prisoner badge and I've got a, a RSPB badge on my lapel. That tells people I'm interested in birds and, you know, television. I've got a Doctor Who lapel badge. And I just think normally this would be something that I wouldn't want to do. But I think it also says something a little bit about the fact I'm moving in slightly different circles than I used to these days. I never used to have, um, like, I never, well, my dad was never keen on jeans anyway. Mm. Um, and so, I was probably well into my 30s before I got, mm. like, a jean jacket. Mm. I had two. I had a, a dark blue one, and then mm. I had one that was more for the winter. It was a little mm. lighter blue, but it had a bit of a furry... Oh, were you um, a stitcher? Did you stitch patches on? I, di I, I didn't stitch, but I, di I badged. Ah. And I had quite a lot of badges. And also, mm. I used to be a big fan of the, the now-sadly-defunct company Paper Chase. Ah, um, yes, of course. And a Paper mm. Chase used to have some great... Logos. I, I yes. don't know. I had friends, but this is probably the noughties. I had friends who did drawings, and some of them did the little logos yeah. and Yeti logos. And and I was kind of like, oh, I wish you could get your artwork on Paper Chase stuff. Mm. Well, well, I wonder how they recruit the, mm. the artists. Is there any way you can sort of because they look mm. they were perfect. They were very much mm. like the sort of you know. There were characters and there were monsters. They did monsters. Mm. They did cats. They did all sorts mm. of different logos over mm. the years. And I, and I, some, sometimes there'd be a, a not so mm. good design. <laughs> but um, they did also when they did their range. They do like a mug. They do mm. badges. They do stationery. They do mm. pencil cases. And I always bought the badges mm. or the fridge magnets. And so I'd have. Right. So it got to the stage where uh, my, my coat was almost like sort of weighed down by the amount of badges that were on it mm. or... well when i was a kid you know a lot of the people at school they not obviously on their blazers but in their you know their social life they would they would have these stick you know they would hand stitch the band names you know so they would yeah. spell out the name of whatever their favorite band was on the back of their their jackets and stuff so it's a bit like weirdly it's a bit like sort of hell's <laughs> angels kind of brandy when you think about it now but uh, i was not really a fan of that i don't know why i've just I, i've always been uncomfortable with that instant 
identification, which possibly explains why, you know, I don't know anybody because you don't get people walking up to you going, oh, wow, I love that too. And, and maybe that's because I don't want people walking up to me going, oh, wow, I love that too. Maybe that would freak me out even more. <laughs> but um, you see, I think there are, again, back to the, the Christmas jumper, I mean, there are, they are so, I mean, you know, a great big Rudolph head with a red bobble on it for the nose to me is something you can really probably get away with once and i would get away with not at all but um but there are some very nice norwegian sort of festive patterns that you could probably get away with in march but there are very there's a there's a very fine line between tasteful i mean my mum used to always buy me patterned sweatshirts or sweatshirts with badges on i hated them i absolutely hated them where i quite like i like a plain black you know uh, plain black or plain coloured top, really. I mean, nowadays when I go on holiday, it's weird. I, I, I would go on holiday and I would go to the like, Cheers bar in Boston and I would buy a Cheers T-shirt, but I've never worn it. I went to Port Miriam and I bought a prisoner shirt. I've never worn it. But, you know, it, it's kind of weird that I quite like the branded thing, but I don't quite like I, wearing I, I, the branded I, I have thing. worn branded things, but I also went for a stage of making... Mm like merch for and I, I think I probably still could do I, I used to make merch for my poetry books and, and I've got so oh, yes. say if Dealey was on the front cover of a poetry book I did a I did and I also mm. did t-shirts with Dealey on and um mm. uh, and, a few, and a few different things and I think I probably did wear them for a while but now I've outgrown mm. them but there's I my flatmate who sort of said you've got t-shirts in here you can't wear and I'm like yeah but can't wear them, but but they they're not about being t-shirts anymore. They're about being Dini no. merch and or about you know. Well, this is it. I mean, I I've, I've designed shirts for other people, you know, and they and quite often they will give me a copy, you know, a copy that they've had when they've had them printed, and and they'll they'll send me the shirt, and I think well that's very nice, but you know it, it's your band or or your you know whatever your play or something uh, so i mean i've got a few i mean when i was in the theater you know 20 years ago i used to do the posters and, and sometimes the director would have the poster printed on a shirt and give it to all the cast and all the crew and i would i get handy one so i've got drawers with these with these shirts in which i've never worn but and of course they are very specific to a specific date that's that's kind of a long time past it's weird i mean when you when you watch shows and they have posters for concerts on the wall i don't know i I suppose it's a kind of wallowing in the past thing now i can't criticize anybody for wallowing in the past but for some reason you know i feel that sort of t-shirts should be advertising something future i don't think wearing a shirt that's talking about a show that was on five years ago somehow feels a bit I know there's retro and and there's and there are, there's comfort in that, but for some reason it just I don't know it doesn't sit well uh, with me. Uh, it's funny there's something you said uh, earlier in, in, in this part of the conversation that uh, reminded me mm. of something about know, people drawing attention to themselves or not liking being drawn mm. attention to themselves. Mm. When I was on my university course, I uh, mm. uh, uh, the librarian course. Um, the more you got into the course the more you had to kind of decide what path you wanted to follow. Um, and I tended to mm. follow um, sort of college libraries or public libraries. Mm. And um, mm. one of the things we had to do for one of those courses was was do, I think it was ch- children's fiction. We had to do uh, like right. a presentation. Now, because mm. I was doing stuff in part by that, I had the video camera and mm. I was really keen 
that I sort of said to my group, we could do a video that's going to make us stand out because mm. not many other people would do that. Although mm. another group, when they realised what we were onto, sort of said to me, um, if, you, if, you come, if you come and do a video for us um, with your camera, we'll, mm. we'll buy you a bottle of wine and some chocolates. And so I, I actually mm. did myself out of my... Well, I, I actually did... Exclusivity. I, yeah, I, 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 that, that, that swung it. So I was like, "You sold yourself down the river for some I mean, we still did a, Many a young lad has been led astray <laughs> by such we, things. But, but anyway, so I helped them. But I also did do our video. But I was the only boy in our group, and none of the girls wanted to be on camera. They didn't want to draw attention right. to themselves. Oh, they didn't want, uh, you know, it was like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to be in front of the camera. So in the end, I had to do a little video about, like, I just got a load of, of the books, uh, the Doctor Who books. I, I, was, I don't think I was on the camera because I was filming, but, um, but I, I did books. And then also I did sort of Doctor Who books and things like Nicholas Fisk mm. and whatever I could lay hands on. So anyway, mm. these girls who didn't want to be in front of the camera was still happy for me to... This is how we begun our presentation before we put the video on. I dressed up as um, Horner the Amphibian Man, which was one of my characters in, in Sutton Park. I put this mask on and these scary gloves. And at the time, I had a, Doctor Who, a Tom Baker Doctor Who scarf that a friend's mother had knitted me. The girls were quite happy to be wrapped round and round in the scarf and, and for me to enter the... the um, the, the 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 room um and drag them in like the monster was kind of dragging in the the i mean if they'd have just done the video they would i mean it, it's sort of it's sort of weird they wouldn't want they didn't want to be in front of the camera and yet they were mm. quite happy to, yeah. to be wrapped mm. in a scarf and dragged into the room by an amphibian monster uh, I, the strangeness I, of the, I, that I, sort of I, I, I don't know, it's, yeah it's, it's kind of like Anyway, and it all came out in court. And <laughs> um, I, yeah, I can't, I, I can't quite remember how we got from that initial dragging them into the room um, and then kind of go, anyway, here's our presentation. <laughs> um, mm. but, oh, uh, well, fair enough. You know, yeah. Well, uh, you know, these things, it's all part of the creative I, process, Paul. You know, uh, <laughs> and I think that the one thing that made me uncomfortable, I suspect maybe it was growing up, where I grew up, I mean, living on the outskirts of Manchester as I did, uh, obviously people used to wear, uh, you know, their blue and their red shirts for the football. And maybe it's just that I always felt uncomfortable with this I identity through a sports shirt. And, and so maybe I I extrapolate that into identity through other things. I, d I don't like the idea that, you know, you walk into a bar and you happen to be wearing the wrong colour shirt. Somebody might, you know, take a swing at you or whatever and i think there was a lot of a lot of that culture when when we were growing up that i just didn't feel comfortable with and didn't have any engagement with i mean we were we were not a football family at all we didn't pay any attention to it so so i was a bit bewildered by this what team do you support stuff and and but this idea of sports shirts my mum bought me a couple of rugby shirts. i have a welsh rugby shirt from 20 odd years ago and I, I don't think I wear it much because, again, it's sort of it 
you know, it immediately marks you out as being that, if you see what I mean. I'm not, I just, I don't know, I, I feel weird about that. But you see, again, Christmas and Christmas jumpers have the same kind of effect on me. I just sort of feel, maybe I'm just terrified of appearing a bit silly, which is daft because I spend most of my life being incredibly silly. Um, so, I mean, not necessarily consciously or deliberately i'm just a bit of a stupid person sometimes so maybe i i, I it's that self-consciousness that it i i'm not i'm not very keen on and yet again i back in the day i used to i, I sometimes wore very flamboyant outfits I, so i know what you mean I know? because i knew i know that i was always a very silly person or i knew but i knew when there was when was the right time to be silly i i always mm. used to hate it i mean i went i think probably um it could have been worse had I been at a different school. But my school, mm. think things were... Rel- there were the people who mucked around, but they didn't muck around as much mm. as you heard other people's schools. Um, yeah. Uh, and, but I, I always kind of resented the idea that if somebody mucked around in class, that the class might get detention because I didn't see mm. why mucking around was worth... Then we'd have to be back... We'd have mm. to spend more time in the school because... Mm. What, because you want to throw some... You know, like, you want to... yeah. and because one yeah. person, you, you all get punished. I think again, I suppose that's another thing, isn't it? Because school uniforms used to target you, didn't they? I mean, people you you know, if you were from the wrong school, that could be quite brutal as well. I just like I say, I'm just not very comfortable with instant labelling. I suppose it just makes me feel a bit. I mean, I am becoming more comfortable with it, but I I didn't like to be known as a fan of a thing. <laughs> I didn't like people to to the, pigeonhole me. The dreadful me like thing that. is that because I I went because uh, I went to the grammar school we were we were in mm. the we were in the cathedral close, so I only mm. found out later because some people some people who were on my show went to some mm. of the less um, nice or less I mean, I, mm. my school was. Did you have a very, very distinctive blazer that people used well, to... Well, this is the thing. What, what, what I would say is that I think that my friend's school, which was more of a rough Grange Hill-type school, I think they were more aware of the, of the grammar school boys, but their mm. schools were right on the edge of... They were a right slog to get to, whereas my, the grammar school... Mm. At least my, I think the girls' grammar school was a bit more out of the way. The boys' mm. grammar school was... In the cathedral close, couldn't you know five minutes from when you were in sixth year, you could nip into town at lunch break. Um, I never saw any of the boys from the from the more no. rough schools. I th- and I only realised mm. in conversation le- years later that there was a resentment about the grammar school boys because <laughs> to me that they didn't even exist. They literally didn't exist yeah. because they did, they were in a different part of town. You never saw them. I didn't have any. I didn't have any friends at the time who went to those. Sometimes people just sometimes people just live in yeah. their heads. You know, so I never even thought about them, but they were obviously thinking about us, which yeah. was which was very bizarre. Well, we were. I mean, we were in a, a kind of microcosm. We, I mean, we had we had a school uniform, we had a, you know, tie blazer, you know, but it was a fairly simple thing. But we were opposite the grammar school that had the yellow piping, the you know, the piping, the Peter Davison yeah. style edging. So they had yellow piping on there, uh, and and so there was. They were instantly spottable, you know, from a mile away. You could see this yellow on black. And the opposite was also, there was the girls' comfort school, and they had a, a blue, I think it was a blue-striped blazer, blue-and-white-striped blazer, so they stood out like 
Belisha beacons, you know. And on one level, you can see that parents are trying to make their children stand out in in some ways. I mean, it, it, there's a there's a school I drive past sometimes, and I'm sure it says we we are making tomorrow's leaders or something. And you just think, oh please, you know, just just don't do that. But it, it it's kind of weird because some people want to stand out, and some people just want to basically hide in the shadows. And I, I suspect I'm a I'm a hide in the shadows kind of person. You're right there because. Our, our, our school was it was just a very boring dark blue uh, mm. until you got to the sixth form once you got to the sixth form the sixth form, well, the sixth form was had, had, <laughs> it's one of my favorite blues um is it um it's not costa is it cafe cafe nero that is a nice blue co- color to it uh, um but anyway it's, it's like a sky it's like a it's, it, it, the blazer was the colour of a beautiful s- mm. blue sky on a summer's day with no clouds. It was that right. l- lovely, to me anyway, a lo- lovely sort of um, mid-colour blue. Um, and the mm. blazer was like that. So I really liked our mm. sixth form blazer. Um, mm. But I guess that would have made us stand out a bit more. But I couldn't even have told you what the school uniform colours were. In sixth form, mostly I'd be out in town, maybe at lunchtime, but with those schools being on the outskirts, I'm not, I never even thought about this until we started talking about it. Uh, why did I float around and, and never have any problem with any kids from other schools? Mm. Well, basically, because when I was in town, it would have been uh, in a free period or at lunchtime uh, when the other kids would have been the far side of Salisbury and nowhere near the town. Mm. And what did I do when I finished school? I went and caught the bus home, which was just across the road from... So uh, <laughs> even if other schools were out of school by then, um, I couldn't even tell you what their what their uniforms were. It's like a little, little bubble. I, I, uh, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I never really thought about this until you, uh, you mentioned it. Um, <laughs> we were like princes. We didn't, we didn't even know anyone else existed. We were, we were dreadful snobs. Ah. Princes of the universe, Paul. Princes of, course, of the there universe. Some, there we are. There were probably some... Um, I don't think we have any public schools, Ansel. We have some private schools, but we don't think we have mm. public schools. So mm. there wasn't... there wasn't Because otherwise you could get levels of sort of... of, of um, the hierarchy. Yeah, hierarchy. The hierarchy of, of, of poshness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Poshos. But, um, yes. Anyway... Well, poshos are usually the worst. They're the thugs, aren't they? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, there we yes. go. We've rattled, yeah. Paul. We've well, rattled. Um, I, well, we didn't get to grump very much, but uh, I think we yes. had a nice nostalgic no. wallow Pop, instead, and that's puppet, not the worst thing in the world. And um, drawing attention to oneself. <laughs> yes. mm. Well, yeah, we'll have a... We'll you have see? A, it's all we'll part of the fun. We'll have another time. Uh, Fabulous. OK, nice to speak to you, Paul. You take care. So, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, so, the solution about where the missing gifts had got to was sold relatively quickly because we looked everywhere. We'd spoken to the post office. I, I guess Gianluca was asking his end, but I, but I think we kind of knew for sure that uh, the parcel had um, had got over to the UK. It's just where it had gone to. Um, the only thing we hadn't thought about immediately was, you know, having joked that it was Yeti Uncle John who was responsible, we actually discovered that uh, uh, Yeti Uncle John kind of was responsible. Strictly speaking, that's not true. One, no, because you didn't know about it either. But you are the guardian of the magpies, 
I am the guardian of the magpies, and I admit the magpies were responsible, but they were doing a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I admit that, listeners. Um, uh, well, shall I share the phone call we had? I think so. Uh, do, do it. All right, listeners. This is what happened. I just got back to the flat. I put my feet up with a cup of tea, and then the phone rang. And it was Yeti Uncle John. Paul, Paul, I've got the presents. You've got the presents? Yeah, uh, I found them. Well, not exactly. The, the, the magpies uh, revealed them to me. The magpies revealed them to you? Uh, the magpies stole them? No, no. Magpies didn't steal them. Um... But those evil, thieving heavens nearly did. Oh, the criminal heavens. Haven't we seen them before? Uh, I believe so, Paul. Weren't they the ones who uh, tried to uh, uh, break into that antique shop, dressed up as people or something? Something like that. Or or are we getting confused? We we might be. Anyway, they are well known in this area for being trouble. Yes, they are. What, so... They tried to... Steal our parcels? Well, no, I think, I think um, they were in the area and uh, the magpies were aware of their activity and uh, knew the parcels were being left outside the flat. Oh, well, that's not good. Where was I when they tried to deliver the parcel? I don't know, Paul. It was early, I think. Uh, you were sleeping or being uh, sat on by Dealey. Now, that's a possibility. Yes, well... Uh, they took the presents in, but then they forgot to tell me. They, they weren't stealing them or anything. They were trying to prevent them being stolen, if anything. Well, fair enough. Thank you. Tell them thank you for looking after um, it, uh, them. Um, yeah. Uh, are you going to bring them over? Of course. Of course. Oh, dear, you're impatient. No, excited. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, uh, uh, I've tried on my present. You've opened your present? I have. Uh, yeah, the feather suit. The magpies can't believe it. They think I'm a giant magpie. Well, in a way, you are a giant magpie. You're a giant magpie to us anyway, you see, Uncle John. Well, uh, thank you. Bring the presents over. All right, I will. Dear, oh dear. So, the problem was solved. Yes, the problem was solved. Um, which, which, which was marvellous. Uh, everyone was very pleased. We managed to distribute the, the presents around everybody. And, uh, of course, everybody um, uh, was passing me messages of thanks to pass on to Gianluca. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I gave... Gianluca, a very quick call to let him know. Gianluca's me, Paul. Good news, the presents showed up. Um, Apparently there was um, potential uh, thievery going on in the area and Yeti Uncle John's magpies took the presents in and looked after them and then completely forgot them. At least that's the story I've heard. Um, Hopefully everybody will be in touch I've given them your uh, WhatsApp, so 
that uh, they can ping a, a message of thanks to you. Hope you're doing okay. Uh, and, and thank you. Thank you so much for the present and <laughs> and for my present. Uh, yeah. All right. Speak to you soon. You take care. Bye for now. Soon after, we had a reply. Phew, what a relief. I'm so glad the gifts turned up. I've received some lovely messages from your teams thanking me, but really, it's been an absolute pleasure. Just a little thank you for your friendship and for accepting me into the fantastic EAT world. Best wishes for the holidays, and I look forward to further adventures in 2024. See you soon, EAT. Hello, hello, it's me, Ozymandias the Talking Duck. I hope that's uh, Gianluca there. I just wanted to thank you so much for my new trainers. I get through pairs so quickly, and it's not that easy to get replacements. There aren't that many duck-human hybrids around, and, uh, well, I really like the colour of, of the shoes and how they match my beak. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope you have a lovely Christmas. I wish you well for the new year. And, uh, well, if you ever need somebody to deliver you something, uh, you've got my number now. So, thank you. Uh, best wishes. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. Hello. Hello, it's me, Tallulah. Tallulah Trinklehorn. Is that you, Gianluca? Oh, I'm just calling to say thank you so much for the chocolates. We loved them, didn't we, Martin? Oh, yeah, Mum. Uh, we, we love them. Thanks, Gianluca. What, what do you think, Reginald? We love them very much. We love them so much that we ate them all. Far too quickly, I'm ashamed to say. Oh, well, we couldn't help ourselves. Hey, just a minute. I think there's a third layer in this box. You what? I thought there was just two layers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we've got we've got more. <laughs> we've got more. <laughs> oh, oh, dear Luca! Thank you very much. We've got to eat the rest of your chocolates. Oh, this is wonderful! Oh, I can't believe it. Good goodbye. Oh, goodbye, goodbye. Hello, hello. It's me, Carmody. Gianluca, is that you? Um, I just wanted to thank you so much for my new lab coat. It's amazing. I, I I am very good at dropping things down myself, but uh, to have a white coat that, well, it's splatterproof. It's amazing. Uh, it's difficult, you know, to keep a white lab coat white. It, it's not easy. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll speak again soon. And uh, I can thank you uh, in person. Uh, uh, we 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 must uh, we must meet next year. We must. All right, goodbye for now. Thank you so much again. Goodbye. Uh, hello, it's me, your Uncle John. Uh, just, just a message for Gianluca. Just want to thank you so much for my uh, uh, sort of uh, feathery jacket and the magpies. The magpies really admire me now, more than they've ever done. They seem to think I'm somehow cool and trendy, which uh, has never been the case in the past. But, uh, apologies for the... Delay. I mean, as far as uh, you know, the uh, actual um, uh, the gifts getting to us. Uh, it was a little old story, but I'm sure Paul's explained it. But uh, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so thank you so much, and uh, uh, speak to you soon, mate. Thank you. Yeah, if I can uh, do anything for you, 
just let me know. I've got lots of merchandising. Anyway, I won't. I won't talk about merch. It's not. It's, 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 it's not appropriate. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Hi again, Jen Luca. Thanks. Thank you. Um, my present. Uh, it's amazing. So useful and <laughs> so unexpected. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I. I uh, um, well, I'll speak to you personally. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, just let me know when you're free. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, darling. Hello. It's me, Bettina. How are you? I hope this message is going to the right person. The lovely Gianluca. <laughs> oh. oh, darling, thank you so much for the music box. Oh, it really is my style. I love it. 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 Oh, I must come over to Barry. I want to go to this antique shop. It's... <laughs> Seems like they have some really good trinkets. <laughs> um, August is here nearby. Um, August, say thank you to Gianluca for the uh, paints, won't you? Oh, right, thank you. Thank you, Mr Gianluca, for the paints. I'm painty with them. Uh, it's all very painty and nice. Thank you. <laughs> Darling. Sorry, he's not terribly eloquent, but... Uh, um, yes, he's very grateful anyway. Oh... As am I. Such a wonderful box. Yes, so lovely. Uh, thank you. Thank you. One million kisses, one million and one kisses. <laughs> Darling. So there we are, listeners. The end of our little Christmas tale. I mean, we've all got these stories where we send presents to people and they don't get there or they're delayed or anyway. Um... At least our presents did arrive. So generous, so kind. We don't expect presents on the Charlotte podcast, but it, it's so nice to receive them when we do. What can I say? Oh, dear Paul, you're not hinting that the listeners should send you a present. Would I do that? Well, yeah, you probably would. <sighs> oh, well, no, it's fine. I'm telling this story because it's, it's a rare thing to happen. has to be said. And and I wanted to show our appreciation. Yeah. Didn't something else happen uh, uh, with uh, the the music box or something? Oh, yeah, well, we'll save that for after the, the after we've said goodbye. You what? What's going on now? There, there was a little um, a sort of extra bit that, uh, well, involves Patina. Oh, with the music box that she got. Oh, yeah, what went on there? Well... Let's wait, and uh, uh, you'll see what happened. Oh, all right. No spoilers. No spoilers, no.
Deals is excited, just not verbally. Who is it, Deals? Tell the listeners. <gasps> it's Callum, listeners. Callum Deals. Hello, Callum. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm all right. We've had pizza. That's oh, even better. Cool. Even better. Bursting. And Deals is here. Bursting. He's very, very happy to see Bloated. He's doing his eye. He's doing that eye thing. Where he, um, oh, very I'm slow, very happy. Slowly. That's closed. kisses. That's eye kisses. Yeah. Noiselessly closing the eyes. He's listening, taking it in. He's very intelligent. Hi, Dios. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do any. Uh, we're not going to do any quizzes this time, listeners, because I've got plenty mm. in the uh, store. But uh, there will be more Christmas. There will be more quizzes in 2024. Um, yes, I will. Uh, Callum, what do you say? Happy Christmas to the listeners, please. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy uh, Christmas to the listeners. And then. And the watchers. And then next year. Happy Christmas again for next year. No, no. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, and the listeners. <laughs> Dale, and the viewers. He thinks, Dale thinks you're saying it to him. Well, you are in a way. Dilly likes the sound of my voice. Dilly likes being told how handsome he is. He knows it already, but he still likes to hear it. Dilly is the handsomest cat I've ever met. Is that alright? No other cats exist. Yeah, That's not true. We know other cats exist. The ones at my parents' house are slightly... They're just not as good as you. They're not. They're not... I see that they are at least a little bit sociable to my parents, but they don't make an effort. No, they don't make an effort. Well, I don't mind because I've got, I've got the deals. Anyway, right. Well, that's quite enough for now. We've got other things to be doing this episode. Happy Christmas and Happy New Year. We'll be talking to each other on Christmas Day, so who knows? Maybe there'll be quizzes then. Depends whether this comes out before then or after then. It's all very confusing. It's all very confusing, very timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly deals. Mm. Deals is confused. Yeah. Hi listeners, um, we're in Wimbledon um, and there's somebody here who wants to say something. Um, you won't expect him here, he doesn't usually wander around Wimbledon. Um, but uh, anyway, um, 
It's Patrick. Patrick, do you remember Patrick? We did, we did a podcast. We, we want, went for a walk in the woods back in the summer. It's Patrick. Yay! Hi, Patrick. Hello, everyone. Um, uh, what are you doing in London? Um, what am I doing, actually? I don't know. Uh, just passing meeting, by. Meeting me. Meeting me. Yeah, meeting you, of course. Yeah, not the main obviously. Obviously. You came to see a, but... you came to see a gig. I just, I just going through. I just go coming through Poland through London, which doesn't make any sense, but it was cheaper. That's no, why. I'm glad you did that. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it's only a few months, but it seems a long time ago. We just realised how many things have happened since we lost each other. Well, I, I think that uh, as it's almost Christmas, you should say something to the listeners. Don't be rude. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And, and a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, he sung to you, listeners. Isn't that wonderful? It doesn't get that everybody does that, singing. Anyway, well, um, yeah, uh, thank you very much for, uh, for, for um, the episode that we recorded and coming to see me back in the summer and, uh, and, and, and for meeting me again today. And, and, and the listeners are ever so excited to, to hear you so but, but we do have quite a few other special guests this episode so not that not that that diminishes your pre- your presence here <laughs> anyway I, we have got other we have got other things we need to do but uh, anyway um uh, uh good, goodbye say goodbye listeners uh, say goodbye patrick goodbye oh, we'll see him again don't worry don't cry dear hi listeners um I'm, I'm, I'm at a I'm at a pub I'm at a pub in West Bifley. Um and there's somebody here who wants to say hello. It's Wifey Joe. How are you, Wifey Joe? Hello, hello everyone. Hello everyone. Hello. It's it's it's, it's been a while since we've been so close together. It's been a long we, while. we we have we have kept in touch, as you know, listeners. But yes, yeah, so she still exists. Yes, it's not yes, I'm still very much here in the flesh. Hello, <laughs> you can. You can here I am. <laughs> very nice. Still very much um, how, how are you doing? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Yes, I've just um, finished work for the Christmas break last mm-hmm. week. So, yeah, I know, I'm very pleased. So I'm off, uh, off work this week. Uh, I'll obviously off next. So, yeah, and because of the way Christmas and so forth is falling and I don't work Tuesdays, I don't actually go back till Wednesday the 3rd of January. So yeah. I've got a nice long break. Yeah. So I'm very pleased. And I've started it with lunch out. So that's yeah. really rather nice. <laughs> um, so yes, we've um, we've mainly been moaning about aches and pains and bad transport things, yes. <laughs> um, which is why well, we haven't recorded. Yeah, we haven't Brits. recorded um, a, a long chat this time, uh, but we've just been catching up. But uh, um, but yes, but well, it's it's uh, it, it's good it's good to have you back on the show. Thank you. And, it's been um, a long time, and I've missed you. I've missed yeah. you all terribly, Mister yeah. Darlings. And um, um, whilst you're here. Yes. Could you could, could you wish them a happy Christmas? Happy Christmas. A bit louder. Yeah, a bit louder. Oh, okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> We've just had a very nice meal. I've had, I had, a, I had a bit, I had a, what do they call it? Surf, turf, and... Bird, surf, and turf. Oh, bird, surf, and turf, yeah. yeah there's some chicken, some prawns, and some, some steaks. That's actually very... Steak was very good. I'm sorry, sorry, um, vegetarians. 
Uh, um, it, uh, sweet corn was excellent. Sweet corn was excellent, yes. Ate it uh, most delicately. <laughs> I, I, I always try to avoid things that could potentially be embarrassing to eat in public, but, but I'm not very good, particularly, I'm not having the best day with, with my rheumatism today, although actually I'm a bit better than I was. Um, but, like for instance, I never eat spaghetti in public because it just no, it'll end up on the ceiling or whatever. Um, but uh, I, I'd forgotten everything I had today was fine except for the sweet corn. And it's like, oh, how do I eat the sweet corn? Uh, I did try and <laughs> sort of carve it to start with. And, and, and Joe said, oh, you're doing it very, um, very neatly there. And I'm like, uh, she said, uh, she said um, I, I just I just bite into it. And I'm like, well, I was going to, but I just wasn't sure if that was polite to do it. <laughs> so I'll just get on, oh, do it, do it. So I... I She's been each other for too long. Yes, yeah, so I did, and it, it got it overdone with cricket. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too messy. <laughs> but, and then I had an ice cream as well, which was very nice. But, you did. Yeah. An escaping strawberry. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yes, with an escaping strawberry and, a, and an escaping blueberry, to be honest. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't... I do like... do like ice creams, but... Um, I think there's, there's, there's too much focus on chocolate and toffee and mm. those types of ice cream. I, I, I mean, uh, yes. Yeah, thank you. Lepron, 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 I was even looking to see whether they still did things like I used to like Cherry Garcia, but oh, yeah. uh, I don't think they even make that. No, I don't know if it's no. because the cherries are too expensive. Something yeah. making, and they used to do strawberry cheesecake. Um, that that's the Ben and Jerry's one. Yeah. I think you can still get that, but um, Kelly's made the strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. It's it's just I don't know. Um, like sometimes we get pizza from Domino's. Sorry, we're not advertising, although maybe we should be. Um, Other pizza purveyors are available. <laughs> available yeah, uh, and they have they have ice cream um, that you can get then. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, they have uh, ice cream that you can order, but it's all of the the, the chocolatey type ones, which you know I, I wouldn't. I don't mind those, but I, I wouldn't. Just disappointing. Anyway, don't want to end up on a sad note, listeners. This, this is just a quick hello, but uh, anyway, we'll, let, we'll return to have a, 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 a further moan about ice cream next year. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Other desserts could be really moan about. The um, actually, although I think the state of um, apple crumbles uh, and other crumbles has improved uh, in the last few years, but we can discuss that another time. <laughs> anyway, sorry, uh, I, I'm wandering off on my own here. So, um, thank you. Good to see you, Joe. And, and you too. Um, Take care. And yes, listeners, let's go back to what we were doing. Yes. Right. <laughs> bye bye. Cheerio. Bye. Hi listeners, um, we're at the the pub we usually go to in Surbiton. I'm here with Harry. Harry, how are you? I am fine, yes. Um, we haven't seen one another since my birthday meal. Yes, that's right, and I'm still in my 40s and you're not. <laughs> I know. Never mind. Right. Not for much longer. You must feel like you're missing out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got all of that fun to come. Yeah, hopefully. Um, 
Well, as it's almost um, the time of goodwill, I thought you could probably say... Oh, yes. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, um, um, Merry Festive Holidays. Why not go for the full, the full <laughs> whack and say... Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Eid. Yeah. Happy yeah. Eid. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've had a few adventures this year with our holiday to the seaside. Although, and our, yeah. di- our dice rolling, that was fun. Dice rolling, that was really good, wasn't it? We went on a boat early in the year, nearly froze to death. Um, oh yes, that's right, of course we went on the, um, what was it? It was the... Um, Greenwich. Boat. From Greenwich to Waterloo. Yeah. Um, it was it was um, very cold that day. I think it was the first of April. Um, it was very cold. Uh, and uh, kind of hoping for better weather, but still, I mean, it's bracing. <laughs> yeah. You get to see all the sights. <clears throat> and we might have we might have plans for adventures next year. Well, I'm sure we'll have some adventures, whatever. But, yeah, of course. We always plan is to find something to do, don't we? Yeah. Um, what, what, what will he be doing much Christmas um, Chris, Christmas time um, I'm booked into a hotel for a couple of nights um, uh, because they've got a nice swimming pool mm-hmm. so and I love swimming and uh, also the room that comes with the bath and I only ever have a shower at home so yeah. that would be luxury as far as I'm concerned yeah. so that I'm looking forward to that and then we, we've also going to the Shard going up to the top of the mm-hmm. Shard and then the other thing that we're doing around Christmas time is Kew Gardens because of the um, the lights, the lights, which they always put on a great show. Um, got fully booked this year, but we managed to make it in for the 29th. Mm. So looking forward to that. It sounds like. Oh, what about New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve, we haven't properly planned yet. I've got a horrible feeling that it's got to be lots of party food and um, huge amounts of calories and. Prosecco and we're not going to do what we did a few years back which was actually go and see the actual fireworks because mm. um, that is an absolute night- crowded nightmare. Do they um, charge you now to even... They, they charge for that misery because you are, you are standing around for about five or six hours before mm. in the cold or rain or both <laughs> waiting for the fireworks. Last year I played Fortnite at midnight and uh, they did a lovely firework display on Fortnite. Oh, there you go. And, and also, if you missed it at uh, uh, UK time, they did, you got it the hour, an hour later. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. well, I think that's a little bit better. I think that's of, uh, of our age that um, it's better to be looking at these things from the comfort of a safer room. Oh, you know, I was dressed as a rabbit with a machine gun. <laughs> around shooting people yes and, and what about Fortnite oh Fortnite oh no just dressed like a double person oh really okay <laughs> you didn't get into any trouble for that did you, you no didn't go, no, you no, one right. out. no no one ever found out no one listened to this podcast no bloody <laughs> massacre in white police in the world oh now we noticed anyway well thank you for your update and have a very happy Christmas and a very merry 2024 merry Hanukkah to you and you'll be uh, and you'll be 50 <laughs> <laughs> Not in, hex- in hexadecimal, no. 32. Don't forget. Oh, I'm 32 then. Well, okay then. I'll let you have that. Oh, dear, dear. Right, listeners, let's get back to whatever we were doing before. Goodbye. Hello, everybody. This is Muffy. Wishing all listeners of the Shy Life podcast a very
very happy Christmas and a happy new year. was it that you got you know for, for for your present you didn't say oh um well uh i got two things uh one of the things was a, a microphone um a, like a clip-on mic that uh i'm hoping will you know really improve some some of the sound when we're uh, out and about i mean it's always difficult because uh, no matter where you put a microphone the wind seems to find a way of interrupting but uh yeah and the other present um mm, no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say you have to say paul i i can't it was a surprise a nice surprise but uh <laughs> no that's that's between gianluca and me oh paul what what's going on nothing 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 it's just you know some things aren't for sharing Oh dear, that is dreadful. You can't. I mean, that's. I mean, you have to tell us. No, no, no. Let's just say it was edible. Edible? Edible. Was it a big fish? It's buried by the sea, isn't it? Was it a big fish? Maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? The secrecy is going to drive us crazy. I know, that's why I'm doing it. Let your imaginations imagine what my mysterious second present was. We'll find out. We'll find out one day. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Oh, poor you tricky trickster. Yeah, anyway, that's all we've got time for. So uh, let's say goodbye. Thank you, listeners. Uh, I hope none of your gifts have been delayed in the mail. I hope uh, everything has got to you on time. But... Uh, you know, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. Um, so, yeah, you take care. We'll uh, say goodbye for now, but we've got plenty of episodes in the can. But uh, don't go away. There's still a little bit more to the story to come. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, bye-bye for now. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Uh, goodbye. I'm determined to find out what this mystery present was. I wouldn't bother. I really wouldn't. Oh dear.
Anyway, Paul, um, what happened with Bettina and the music box? Yes, at least you can share that story. Yes, I guess I can. Um, I think it all began with a conversation between her and uh, Douglas, her ghost butler. Oh, yes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I'm sorry, madam. Can I help? You seem dismayed. Oh, darling, I wouldn't say dismayed. Um, oh, it's just this music box. Oh. Don't you like it, madam? Oh, I do. I love it. But, uh, oh, golly, I don't like to say this to you, but I did want your advice. Of course, madam. What exactly is your question? Well, darling, do you think it could be haunted? Um, haunted? Uh, what makes you think that? You know, sometimes when I play the tune, I hear a little sort of haunting laugh. Ha, 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 ha. You know, not, not quite like that, but uh, you know, it's as if somebody's in there, or something is in there, or, well, I don't know. I do think it could be haunted. Uh, the music box? Um, well, I, I won't say it couldn't be, because that would be a lie. It could well be haunted. Would you like me to examine it? Oh, darling, would you? Oh, yes, I'd like that. Oh, gosh. A haunted music box. Oh, darling. Well, I guess it's nothing to be worried about. It won't be an evil ghost, will it? Well, I... I, I don't think so, but... Uh, I hadn't sort of sensed anything, but... Uh, let me find out for you. And if there is a ghost in there, I'll try and get it to leave or something. Um, yes, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, I assure you, madam. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Douglas. It quite made me jump the other day, I must admit. I nearly fell out of my eight-inch platform heels. <laughs> that can't be allowed to happen. Don't you worry, I'll find out. Oh, thank you. Oh, I can hear the theme music playing. <laughs> Hopefully you'll be able to solve this mystery. I promise. I'll do my very best. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow, really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. Oh <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. That is so cringe, Omega. You're a man of culture as well. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Oh. Yes, I can definitely sense something. Something's not normal about this box. Yes, I, I never noticed before. Well, uh, I, shall, I shall speak directly to it. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Uh, yes. Oh dear. 
It's not easy to knock on the door of a music box when you're a ghost. I may have to say it. Um, knock, knock, knock. Tap, tap, tap. Hello. Hello. No good ignoring me. Now listen here, spirit. I know that you're possessing this music box. I demand that you reveal yourself. Come on now. Show yourself. I, I will count to three. And, and you will emerge. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. One. Three. All right, all right. That was only having a little fun. <laughs> oh, my good grief. Who is that? Who are you? You startled me. Ah, come on now, Douglas. Don't tell me you've forgotten me already. It's me, your old friend, Boo. Your old buddy, you know, the handsome one from Italy. Can you believe it? I'm here. Just like we discussed in our voice messages. Goodness gracious, Boo, it's you. It really is. I'm astonished. Oh! I'm sorry, Dee. I should have warned you that it was coming, but I wanted it to be a surprise. I thought it was the easiest way to travel. Take a trip in an object that was traveling your way. I must say that tune did begin to, <laughs> to get on my nerves after a while. It was quite a bumpy ride to Indie Mail. <laughs> but never mind. I'm here now. But how on earth did you know that the music box would even be coming here? Ah, I knew you'd ask that. <laughs> Let's say I just have a quite close friendship with that nice young man, Gianluca. He even lends me his body on occasion. He's quite a gentleman. Sometimes I think I sound a bit, you know, like him, but anyway, it's bound to happen if you borrow someone's body. Boo, you never fail to surprise me. Ah, oh, well, I suppose all that matters is that you're here. How wonderful. Patina is very attached to that music box, so I'm glad it was only you possessing it, and not some evil poltergeist. Well, the I don't mean to alarm you, but, well, I, I do think that box might be slightly cursed. I did hear voices inside it in a few times, but anyway, keep an eye on it. And they say I don't mean to scare you. Oh, dear me. Well, I shall do. I'll be quite observant. I assure you, we can't have the mistress being harmed anyway. Maybe it'll be fine. Let's hope so. Hey, I'm just glad to be out of there. Of course. Anyway, there are other matters to be focused on now. I'm excited to see you. I'm going to make sure that you have an absolutely fantastic holiday. How long do you expect to stay around? Oh, well, that's the thing, dear fellow. I don't really know. I mean, that music box was on a one-way trip here. I'm not sure how I'll get home, you know, unless your mistress can post me home attached to another trinket. Let's just say that I'm going to be here for quite some time. I'm tired of it anyway, needed a change of scene. I always did want to see your country. Oh my, oh goodness, well, I'm sure Bettina won't mind. You're glad to see me, right? You look a bit pale, dear boy. <laughs> That's just a side effect of being a ghost boo. You should know that. You're just being cheeky. Of course, I'm glad to see you. You just better not misbehave. Oh, me? Misbehave? <laughs> of course not. You know me, Dee. I am an angel. <laughs> as good as gold. Anyway, are you going to show me up to my room? <laughs> if you know what I mean. 
Oh, boo, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> I have a few ideas. <laughs> now, lead the way. I can't wait to see around the house. Oh, gosh, what have I let myself in for? Just wait until I tell Bettina. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, against my better judgment, here we are. Another episode of the Shy Life Podcast. Wow, that was a good episode. Oh, kitty kitty dee Purper kitty kitty kitty. <laughs> oh, I love Dee Dee. What the hell just happened on this show? I mean, seriously, reverse it, because I lost... What the... What's going on? What happened? This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. All right, all right. I was only having a little fun. Bo 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 lo 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 Oh my goodness. Et voilà.